Have you ever desired the Holy Spirit's power without actually submitting yourself to the Spirit? Today on Daily Red, we hear the story of Simon from Samaria. As people are coming to believe in the Lord Jesus and be baptized, we learn that many of those people were former followers of a powerful sorcerer in town named Simon. He ends up believing too, but after seeing the Holy Spirit come, he asks if he can purchase the ability to have that same power. As you listen to today's passage, it might feel hard to relate. I mean, we've never tried to buy the Holy Spirit's work in our lives. Or have we? Maybe not outright, but what about those moments where we thought that, man, if I just went to this conference or that conference, maybe I'd experience something more. Or maybe if I could get into this group or that group, maybe I'll be closer to Jesus. Or man, if I could just have that person speaking into my life, I'd be on fire for God. But all the time, we never really submit ourselves to the Spirit. I don't know, but... What I do know is that the Holy Spirit is not going to be controlled by us. And we will only participate in the Spirit's power as far as we are submitted to the Spirit's renewal in our own lives. You can click the link in our show notes, open your Bibles, or listen along to Acts chapter 8, verses 9 through 25 from the New International Version. Now for some time, a man named Simon had practiced sorcery in the city and amazed all the people of Samaria. He boasted that he was someone great, and all the people, both high and low, gave him their attention and exclaimed, This man is rightly called the great power of God. They followed him because he had amazed them for a long time with his sorcery. But when they believed Philip, as he proclaimed the good news of the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Simon himself believed and was baptized, and he followed Philip everywhere, astonished by the great signs and miracles he saw. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to Samaria. When they arrived, they prayed for the new believers there, that they might receive the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit had not yet come on any of them. They had simply been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John placed their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given at the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money and said, Give me also this ability, 
so that everyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. Peter answered, May your money perish with you, because you thought you could buy the gift of God with money. You have no part or share in this ministry, because your heart is not right before God. Repent of this wickedness and pray to the Lord in the hope that he may forgive you for having such a thought in your heart. For I see that you are full of bitterness and captive to sin. Then Simon answered, Pray to the Lord for me, so that nothing you have said may happen to me. After they had further proclaimed the word of the Lord and testified about Jesus, Peter and John returned to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel in many Samaritan villages. As you listen to the passage again, what about Simon rubs you the wrong way? Now for some time, a man named Simon had practiced sorcery in the city and amazed all the people of Samaria. He boasted that he was someone great, and all the people, both high and low, gave him their attention and exclaimed, This man is rightly called the great power of God. They followed him because he had amazed them for a long time with his sorcery. But when they believed Philip as he proclaimed the good news of the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Simon himself believed and was baptized. And he followed Philip everywhere, astonished by the great signs and miracles he saw. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to Samaria. When they arrived, they prayed for the new believers there that they might receive the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit had not yet come on any of them. They had simply been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John placed their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given at the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money and said, Give me also this ability so that everyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. Peter answered, May your money perish with you, because you thought you could buy the gift of God with money. 
You have no part or share in this ministry because your heart is not right before God. Repent of this wickedness and pray to the Lord in the hope that he may forgive you for having thought such a thought in your heart. For I see that you are full of bitterness and captive to sin. Then Simon answered, Pray to the Lord for me, so that nothing you have said may happen to me. After they had further proclaimed the word of the Lord and testified about Jesus, Peter and John returned to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel in many Samaritan villages. This is the word of the Lord. What part of this passage stuck out to you the most? When Simon asks if he can buy the Holy Spirit, what do you think is motivating him? Is it control, greed, fame, or something else? Have you ever been motivated by these kinds of things when it comes to participating with the Holy Spirit? Consider that before the Lord now. Desiring the power of the Holy Spirit without submitting your life to the Spirit is dangerous. What areas of your life do you need to submit to the Spirit? Is it a set of habits? Something that you need to bring into the light through confession to another? or an ulterior motive that you need to lay down before the Lord. Bring that before the Lord and ask for one clear next step. Spirit, help our submission to you and the desire for your power in our lives to be found in equal measure. And give us the courage to take whatever first step you've asked of us today. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Thanks for listening to another episode of Daily Red. A quick pastoral word around confession. If you get nervous around thinking about confessing something or bringing something into the light before a certain person or community, I want you to consider this question. Do you know what it feels like to live in the freedom of being fully known and fully loved? Sometimes we squander that freedom and we fail to make space for that kind of freedom for the spirit to move in our lives. Just an encouragement to you. Thanks to Shelley Scott for reading today's passage. Daily Red is a production of InterVarsity in Alabama, and I'm your host, Clayton. Take care. Thank you.